Okay, so this has started, and this has started. Good morning, Mrs. Strawberry, and good morning, Mrs. Bit. I am your host, Shana Dumchuck. My guest this week is Akeri Ipema. Did I say that correctly? You said it absolutely correctly. Excellent. And we're going to try and make the world a better place one word at a time. This podcast goes for 25 minutes. Our word this week is bit. But first, it's time for the three-point check and some home truths. Kerry, how is your head and your heart and your tummy? Okay. It's hard because we're in the middle of a festival, right? It's a different world. It's, it's a, a different diff- atmosphere. Oh, it's a di- we're not in the... Who am I? What, what's going on? No, um, my head is good. I could use more sleep, which affects my head, mm-hmm. right? But I think for the most part, my head is okay, as reasonably as okay as it can be. In the in the last weekend of a big fringe festival? Yeah, mm-hmm. right? We're like, you know, I'm feeling guilt because I think at this point, you know, you're like, oh, I just want to see everyone's show. I like, can't make any more friends, otherwise that's I don't it. have time to see anyone. If you don't see their show, you can't be friends. That's <laughs> the rule. I can't be friends. That's the rule. Mm-hmm. I'm also feeling a little sad that it's over. Because this is, this is the only one you're doing, eh? Yeah, which makes me very sad. Um, my heart, it's re- it's good. I said that with such such uncertainty. It's a little bit of trepidation. Is it trepidation? To that, yeah. Well, my heart is really full because it's because of what we're doing yeah. here, right? Like we get to actually do what we love. And it's it's my favorite time of the year. It's really a special special place. Um, so I feel like my heart is bursting, but also my heart like I do miss home. I'm a little homesick, and mm-hmm. I miss you know being able to get on public transportation and 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 then not. You know, be afraid for your be life. Be afraid for my life. Yeah. You know, that's a thing. Mm. So the heart the heart wants what it wants, and yeah. the heart wants a safety. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is completely reasonable. Is it? Is it? And sometimes, most importantly for most people, how's your tummy? My tummy. I mean, I feel like you're catching me at a weird time in my head, heart, and tummy. Mm. Just because I'm not eating as well as I should. Like, this. let's take this morning, for example. This morning I woke up. I finally slept in a little, mm-hmm. thank God. Yeah. And I could have gone downstairs and had yogurt, which is good for your tummy. Sure. But I the yogurt here tastes funny to me. Okay. <laughs> I bought like a six dollar, oh. and I've used it once. You're in too deep. With I'm that in yogurt. too deep with that yogurt, <laughs> and so I I didn't do that. But you know what? There was downstairs. It was a Kit Kat. Oh. There was a Kit Kat. Breakfast of champions. It was a breakfast of champions. So I was working and I, mean, I was you, eating you, a Kit Kat. Got, I mean, there's <laughs> technically there's dairy, there's biscuit, that's wheat. That's, yeah. that's and, kind of like cereal. And also, I do feel like a Kit Kat in Canada, which by the way, that's a fun thing to say, a Kit Kat in Kit Canada. Kat in Canada yeah. A Kit Kat in Canada is better than a Kit Kat in America. Oh, okay. Not because of who's ruling the country that the Kit Kat is produced in. Right. But because the Kit Kat chocolate, chocolate is better outside of America. Oh, okay. Hands down. Yeah, chocolate definitely, even though it's all made by, by Nestle, it does taste different depending on where you go because it's all about the, the water that they use to make it and stuff. You well, know? I also water think and the, milks and prob- the, the milks, and also I think it's like the standards of production. So, like, I think they're pretty willing to throw wax in our chocolate in America. Oh, yeah. And yeah, in, 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 in the U.S., I should say America. This is North America. But, yeah, they're pretty... They're like, yeah, throw a little floor polish in there. Yummo. Delish. The FDA who? What? Nah. Yeah, so I've been... I, so I ate two kick. I didn't eat the full four pieces. I ate uh-huh. two because I'm... I'm a reasonable breakfast eater. Yeah, so you had two fingers of Kit Kat. I had two fingers of Kit Kat. <laughs> 
two lady fingers, mm-hmm. and then I went to, um, and then I had a big rice bowl. So my tummy feels a little weird because I went from eating nothing to chocolate to just a ton of rice. That's a confusing combination. My tummy is like, Carrie, Miss Bit. <laughs> so if you had to give it a, a ranking out of ten for the tums, the tum, ta tum, tum, tum. I would say seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say seven. Okay, so overall, I think that's that's actually pretty good head, heart, and tummy rankings for yeah. this point in a fringe festival. Yeah. Where usually our bodies are broken, our minds are a little bit disorientated, <laughs> and our tummies are very confused. Um, you get to ask me a truth question now. It can be as serious or as silly as you want, and I will give you as honest an answer as I can. Okay. It's kind of a two-part. Okay. Um, what do you love about yourself the most? Ooh. And also... Is there something that you're working on in yourself, in your life? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, that's, that is quite a serious one. It's a serious one, yeah. isn't it? What do, okay, so what do I like about myself and what am I working on? Um, love about yourself. What do I love about myself? Yeah. Um, I think one thing I love about myself is my, my adaptability mm. as a person. To be able to jump into any kind of scenario and kind of go with the flow. Like, I, I work with a lot of people, and I know a lot of people that really need to have, like, a very strict schedule and the way that they work, and I think being an improviser helps that, that in my everyday life where I'm kind of pretty good at jumping into scenarios and just going, okay, this is what we're doing, and making the best <laughs> of whatever's going on. Unless what I'm jumping into is getting murdered or something. In which case, I'm like, no, thanks. You say I'm no but at- to that. You no say yes but. and to everything, no but to that. So, yeah, I'll say, I'll say I love my adaptability in different scenarios, which I, I think during that. a fringe festival, when it's like a very heightened sense of what life and what making friends is, it's like supercharged summer camp. And it's, so it I really helps. summer camp for profit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> summer camp for profit. I love that. Um, one thing I'm working on, um, I, um, I, I, I work with a lot of people who are in the arts and who are um, very uh, left-leaning, which I also am. Um, and I, um, just one thing I'm working on is keeping up with the times, yeah. I guess, you know, because you've got you to be able to adapt. And I, I have a lot of friends now that are, uh, like, uh, they-thems. Yeah. And that, that's one thing I'm working on. It's not fucking that up a it's, lot because it's, it's difficult. I have a difficult time with it as well because it's so deeply ingrained. Yeah. In our beings, that I'm trying, it's it's, but I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the one thing I'm sorry, I have a few people that I've met that are they thems. That's easy to remember. A few people that I knew previously as she's or him's that mm-hmm. are now they thems. I'm like, okay, I've got to remember that. Yeah. So that that's one thing I'm working on, keeping up with the wokeness. I love that. Not letting my friends down. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. So jumping into the word now, you picked the word bit. I did. B i t. Uh. What what inspired you to pick that word? I mean, because bits make me happy. Yeah. But also, bit, I mean, who doesn't love a three-letter word, sure. right? A bit. But also, bit can also be like, it could be so many things, It can right? be a lot of things. Obviously, a bit, in the comedic sense, can be so many things. But someone bit you, which is like not a nice thing. Both things have happened to me this festival. Someone bit you this festival? Yeah. But then, was it a bit while they were bitting but it was you? A, but it was a bit. I always say bitting. It was a bit where I was getting bit. Oh my goodness. It was goodness. where we did the, the Midnight Cabaret the other night. I saw and that. And our friend Grums you are so uh, bit me and I got turned into a goblet. 
It was, was it was a, a compelling performance oh, thank you. by the both of you. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Midnight Cabaret is like a secret show that happens here in Winnipeg. It's not that secret, it's in the guide. Is um, it in the guide? I think so. It's in there somewhere. And it happens at midnight and all the performers get up and they just do they do bits. They it's, do really dumb bits. It's, and it's exactly a hell of a lot of fun. like camp. And I we mentioned camp before, but it mm. feels like all the campers are let out one night at midnight and yeah. they're allowed to do their own talent show yeah. without any guidance from any counselors. Yeah, no rules. It's like a little Lord of the Fliesy. It's a little bit. I mean, it's, you know, there was there was some cuss words. There was some, some, <gasps> some nudity. There was some, there was some adult themes. There were very adult themes. I was worried that a child would be there. <laughs> yeah, that would be at bad. At midnight. Because I definitely saw some penises and boobs. I saw a lot of privates. More mm. privates than I, but then I saw some, it's funny, I feel like the Midnight Cabaret opened me up to seeing more private oh, bits. Yeah. There you go. And pieces. Bits everywhere. See, that was a bit too. Bits and pieces. That's, a, you know, I mean, for your privates. You have one of my favorite bits. Ugh, I did not pick this word for that reason. I know, but, but it just made me think of it, which is which I follow you on Instagram, which I which is My Instagram is Carrie Ipama. It's pretty easy. It's yeah, just so my name, follow. although it's difficult to and spell. You, you have a bit which you haven't done for a while, which I really want you to bring back, which is the smoking bit. Would you like uh, yeah. to explain that for everybody? Yeah, so I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Mm. I think it was because when I was a kid, I tried to get my parents to quit successfully. I did, I did that as well when I was a little. I will I think, say successfully, yeah, yeah. I might add. The problem is, is... Kid sp- guilt's a strong tool. Kid guilt. I think, you know what it was? This is, I, I, whenever I saw my mom or dad smoking, I saw their death. Yeah. Like That's the a drug education worked on me. Yeah, you know how for dare, sure. did you have dare? Do you know what dare is? I do know what it is. We didn't have it as in that form in Australia, yeah. but yes, I know what it is. So dare worked for me yeah. fully. I remember coming home and being like, Mom and Dad, you're drug addicts, you're drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. That's I had a whole <laughs> moment. My mom was like, What the heck is she talking about? So I anyway, I made my parents quit as best as I can. Um, and then um, I, but I'm also really good at pretending to smoke. I think it's because of my formative years of watching someone smoke. Mm-hmm. And so I like to pretend to smoke with nothing in my hand. Sometimes it's a bobby pin. Sometimes it's a rolled up piece of paper. Sometimes it's just a little prop. It just Sometimes really a adds a little, prop. It just little adds spice a little on the bit. To it. And it's a good bit. And I have fun doing the bit. And then I had some people tell me that the bit is done. And so I've been afraid to do the bit again. Don't listen to those people. They are wrong. I am a, I am a Just for Laughs a comedy award winner, and I tell you that it's a good, it's a solid bit, and it's, the longer you do it, the funnier, funnier it, it will is. get. I know, I know. I got. I, I mean, and I love a bit. I love a bit. So I'm trying to figure out if there's a new bit I can explore outside of the smoking bit. But the smoking bit is so good. It's just. A, it's such a classic. It's a classic, and I get to do the thing where you hold your breath a little bit and like finish talking and then blow out the smoke, which is always a nice. Or blow the fake smoke out of your face or ash a cigarette. Yeah. Well, the faux there's cigarette. So much, there's there's so, much so much nuance to it. Um, yeah. My brother and I have a bit which I'd like to share with <gasps> Please. you. Please. Which, if you're ever walking with another person, is very fun and very easy to do. So oh, it helps wait. if you're walking along side by side mm-hmm. with people walking towards you okay. or people walking behind you. And what you do is you just have to subtly gesture to each other so you know you're about to do the bit and you say, okay, ready? One, two, three. And then what you do is you both take a, a really exaggerated larger step over something that isn't there on the <laughs> ground, right? So it has to look like you've both seen something weird on the ground and you've had to step over it. Now what you do is you wait till the other people cross by you and then you watch when they get to that point. 
and it's really fucking great. Because <laughs> if you see two people step over something, you think, oh, there's a puddle or there's something on the, there's some gum or maybe a dog turd or something. But when they get there and there's nothing there, it's really funny. Oh, but I love that the, bit. You, you win the bit if you get them to walk over whatever it is as well. I love that it's bit. It's a great bit. I think the more seriously you take the bits, the better too. I have a bit with someone here who I don't, we're not ever going to see each other's shows. Yeah. And it's it's a very delightful bit. So to post on to post on each other's Facebook pages saying, can't wait to never see your show. Great. You know, things like that. The problem is with a bit though. Yeah. Is that if people don't know it's a bit, yep. it can come off as mean, yeah. which is tough. Sometimes you just got to commit, though. But the thing is, is if you commit to a bit, and also bit, what a fun, if you commit to a bit. Commit to a bit? I mean, there's so many wonderful Did you bit commit? You committed you, to that bit? Did you commit to the bit? To the mm. bit? And so I think that, yeah, so that's, I mean, I love a, I love a committed bit. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. We, um, I think we've actually talked about this on the podcast before, but we come up with a lot of real dumb bits playing the dice game on this on this circuit. Oh. Which is where you dice I've... roll, kind of you dare someone to do something stupid, to do a bit that you've made up that you want to see someone else do. That's always fun. What's the dice game? Oh, have we not played the dice we've game? We've never played the okay, dice I'll, game. I'll, I'll explain it Again, as succinctly like, as I can. I feel like I'm not... I feel like because I only do a few festivals a summer, I'm like, I'm that kid that's parents are like, okay, you can go to camp, but just for one week and don't talk to any boys no boys and you stay in your dorm i'm calling the counselor every week great well basically it's a dare game so for example say i had to die something and say hey carrie so if i roll a six you have to go up to honest services and ask if they sell business cds okay and then of course they'll say what the hell is that and then you have to say you know like cds for business that's one of my favorite ones. So it's That's just a, a good it's, just, one. it's a very simple dare game. Um, we've got some people at the end of their show, instead of doing their closing line, to just like, in the style of a young child finishing an elementary school play, you just say, the end, and take a bow. Pretty funny. That's got, a funny, that's a risky bit. It's a risky bit. It's a risky bitness. Some of them are risky bitsness. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, 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 tonight we'll play the... Tonight we'll, we'll play. This is making me nervous. I only have two more shows. I don't I don't know how... I don't know. It doesn't always have to do with your show. Oh, I got nervous, I said. But the no, art, but they're just but us the doing dumb things craft. at the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, dumb things at the bar. Dumb things There's at the bar. There's a lot of bits that happen at a bar. Oh, yeah. Two wonderful three-letter words. Um, did you also want to talk about bits, as in like the bits like inside a computer? Yeah, bits inside a computer. I always need more of those. Yeah. I mean, I'm tired of my phone telling me I need more bits. <laughs> Is that how it works? Um, In the cloud, too, which both of those. I oh, want to talk more about a horse bit. I constantly f- fear the cloud. At the cloud is a scary place. How does, what, what's up there? Dear, Why, dear cloud. I don't want my stuff touching When are you going to rain? Mm. Do you know? Because a cloud is not. A cloud is for sun coverage yeah. and for rain. It's not a storage facility. It's not a storage. In fact,. Clouds can't store anything. Yeah. I mean, precipitation, certainly, but they always have to express that precipitation. So by using that situation, doesn't that mean that all of our data is eventually going to come down? To Russia, probably, from what I hear in the news. From If, if you're to believe the news these days, They're which always, I'm inclined to. Yeah. I'm inclined, well, certain news. I'm inclined to believe most news. They're doing a lot of bits. They're doing a lot of bits. Nobody's doing more bits than certain ones, but I love the bit. You know, who else? I love it. How do you find? How do you find living in the states, being part of that whole uh, circus? Oh yeah, over yeah, the yeah. Last couple of years. Another circus that feels like another yeah yeah festival yeah. of terror. Mm. It's really hard. It's really hard to be constantly challenged in terms of like what you like. You know, I mean, I, I'd like to be patriotic and proud of where I come from and in many ways 
I am. <laughs> Notice the the little hands. Yeah. Because um, I I feel really lucky that I get to speak out against it. I feel mm-hmm. lucky that there's no there's no fear of, um, you know, jailing me forever for speaking out against the current administration yeah. and for protesting mm-hmm. and and for fighting for rights. I think it's really difficult though. Burnout is a real thing. Um, and I think, you know, the only good thing, not the only, yeah, maybe one of the only good things to come from this administration, though, is it has given me a lot of faith in humanity. And also terror in humanity? No, but it, to see people mobilize and to pe- see people protest and sort of, altruism is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And so to allow, to see that happening, obviously there can always be more. I'm not saying it's a perfect system, but I, I, I genuinely believe people's intentions are good. Sometimes they go about it the wrong way. Sometimes they're misguided. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, after the inauguration, the Women's March all over the world, I mean, it was incredible. That's obviously, as, you know, a woman myself identified, uh, I that is a cause near and dear to my heart. Yeah, So and yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. Um, do you think the, the political climate of the world Mm-hmm. Um, has a French affected the fringe festival shows that you've seen in the last couple of years? I've seen that, a little bit of a trend of that. Absolutely. Well, I think too, as as artists, if I dare call us that. Um, no, we are because it says it on our artist pass. <laughs> it says it. Um, it says I'm a performer. Oh. Not an artist. Oh, my Montreal one says I'm an artist, so I'm counting <laughs> both. I'm a performer. I'm a performing artist. I'm a performing artist? Yeah. Not a performance artist, but no, I'm a performing it's artist. It's very different things. Very different things. I I think absolutely it's had it's had uh, it's had a lasting impression on the shows that I've seen at the fringe. Um, I think, you know, art is a really wonderful way to express yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think people do that in many different ways. And I think what's cool about a fringe festival is that you see all kinds of shows. Oh yeah. Right? So some shows are just for a good time, which I'm inclined to believe my show is primarily that's the primary mode. It's a fun time, but I do like to I think as two women performing the show, you, you, there's certain things we can comment on and Absolutely. discuss and poke holes in. Um but then I've seen on the other end of the spectrum shows that are are solely about our political climate and mm-hmm. ways that we can change. And I love that this festival is a space where all those can coexist. Yes, um, it's a real, it's a melting pot. And I think, yeah, there's, I mean, with exceptions to the rule, there's sort of two schools of thought. There are shows that are like very heavily leaning towards uh, the political climate, uh, sexism, racism, dealing with big mm-hmm. issues like that, and the things that have affected those artists personally, yeah. or perhaps, you know, that want to help spread the word about. Yeah. And there are shows, I think, um, like yours, which are, and, and mine, I think as well, which are like about escapism and having a good time and saying we're still able to have fun within this world and if we don't, like, what are we fighting for, you know? Yeah, I agree. And and I think, you know, both are equally as important for different reasons. And I think there's ways to have that Venn diagram Mm, intersect. And I think there's, I mean, I always love, I love comedy for the sake of change very much. I think laughter opens people up to hearing truths and hard information oh, yeah. and I've, so to me 100% to me that's like the kind of that's the type of work that I I really really love um, but yeah I think like to escapism is a valuable tactic I yeah. think also 
as someone who is doing shows about escapism, it's important to also like support other artists oh, who yeah. are doing the hard work mm -hmm. of like talking and discussing and doing those tough conversations. Because I think like my my strength as a as a writer and a performer is, is not in that. It's it's about creating fictional stories. Um, but like you said. Humor is such an incredibly powerful tool, Absolutely. Uh, especially from for you know just for reaching average Joe public, yeah. you know, and being able to tell a story and get a message across using humor makes it so much more accessible for people. Yeah, and I love I love to make you know to poke fun at uh, the show that I'm doing as a parody show, mm -hmm. um, so I love to poke holes in things um, in 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 a lighthearted way. That you know might not change anyone's life tomorrow. Certainly, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm, but, but I think it's fun to get people thinking, and I think your show even does that too. It gets people thinking, and it is a yeah. fun time. And I, you know, I think, you know, it's a step in the right direction, right? And if you can send someone after an hour back out into the world with a, you know a positive mind frame and in a good mood, you know, it's, it's it's a small step, but it's a big yeah. step into you know if we can make that happen all absolutely, the time absolutely absolutely and I think yeah I agree with that sure so we've, I think we started to touch on it a little bit here but we do have to talk about how we can try and make the world a better place <gasps> and we've been sort of floating around the word bit we've been talking about fringe festivals our heads hearts and tummies and how we can be more accepting of other people um, how do you think we can make the world a better place and it, the, does, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be it, little yeah. small things, you know, little changes that we can make. I think it. I think empathy is is to me. That's the word I always go back to. Mm -hmm. um, empathy, right? It's it's not feeling for someone. It's feeling what they're feeling, mm. right? That's the difference between sympathy and empathy. And just understanding the human condition and being yeah. able to relate on that basic level yeah, to another person. Exactly. And I and you know, there was a study, um, there was a study done with two school class two classes, mm -hmm. um, same size, same you know, same school. One of them went and saw a play live in theater and the other group saw the same play except on film. Okay. Right? And so when they did a study, when they came back, they tested their empathy or understanding, and they scored evenly. Oh, interesting. However, a week or some amount of time later, they did the same test on the same two groups of people, and they found that the individuals that saw the live performance kept empathy, or like their empathy score stayed the Whoa, same versus the film, the people who saw the film. Yeah, right. And there was something about, like, <clears throat> there was something about seeing people perform live or being in the same room and, or maybe sharing that like human emotion with someone live sure. on stage um, allowed to affect their like empathetic sort of system and reaction. Yeah, wow, that's so interesting. Which There's something really about incredible. That, that immediacy of, of theater as well. Yeah. And with, with film or television, you can, you can, I mean, I've seen some amazing things, you know, that have made me bore my eyes out of film, but you do have a little bit more detachment there's, from it. Yeah, there's space. And I think too is the, um, there was another one where apparently, like, there was, there was a person who put heart monitors on a bunch of audience members, and at some point in the play, all of their heartbeats were synced. Oh, that is amazing. Which is, like, something beautiful. But to me, like, you know, obviously, as a theater, may I say professional, mm -hmm. uh, someone who... Does it say that on a, some kind of artist pass? Because I think you... <laughs> it says, I'm a theater performer. I okay, want to be very okay, clear. Okay, it's a cool. performer. See, what cool. we're doing right now is called... A bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a callback and a bit. Uh, it's a callback and a bit. Um, but to me, it's about like listening 
and especially like you know I'm a cisgender white woman it's important to listen to other people's experiences mm -hmm. and to you know I, I what I run into is I run into I want to fix everything right which is not always like that's that's something that I'm working on you know is I want to fix things and I want to I want to help and sometimes what people need is an open ear and empathy sometimes instead of doing a bit you just got to watch a bit yeah appreciate a bit instead of partaking in the bit just be an audience to the bit yeah that is actually that's a good point that's something else that I'm working on is just being someone that doesn't always have to chip in and you yeah. can just take back and go okay I'm watching I'm learning I'm taking it in the world is changing and I am trying to change with it to the best of my abilities yeah and know when it's not your when you just have to be an ally right when you just have to listen and that and that's something I you know I have been challenging but also finding the balance between that and knowing when to use your voice to speak up well absolutely you know? because as a sister oh, it's so white woman, difficult it's so hard for us it's <laughs> difficult for us it's so hard for us us yeah. alone no but it's true it's like I mean you know it's it's such a fine line and so it's like you know I, I you know in any time in activism there's like oh my gosh we have 15 seconds we have 15 seconds sometimes you need to be the voice and sometimes you need to sit back but also sometimes you're tired and you need a break and that's when you can take the torch from someone and carry it for them this has been a fantastic bit <laughs> this podcast goes for 25 minutes and that's it thank you Kerry love you